What makes you happy? Hmm. Good question. What makes me happy? Um. Being useful, I would say, is probably the honest answer. Um, yeah, I think being useful, feeling feeling loved, um, feeling respected, feeling um, cared about, um, and Being loved by my wife. <laughs> what is the one thing people assume about you that you wish wasn't true? The one thing that I wish... So something that people assume about me that is true, that I wish wasn't true? Yeah. Okay. Um, that... I'm hard-headed. I, um, I'm pretty stubborn. Um used to get in my own way um, so maybe I'm a bit um, even if I do concede I do it with a um, I don't know if heavy heart's the right word that's what my mum used to say but do you know what I mean that kind of feeling of um, I've got to do this because it's the right thing to do but I really want to do it my way so yeah being hard-headed being stubborn that's probably the thing that I wish that is part of my personality that I wish wasn't. Mm-hmm. What makes you hard-headed, hard-headed and stubborn? Mm, what makes me hard-headed? Um, what things? What what specific things or why am I hard-headed in the grand sense of... However you want to answer that question. Okay. Yeah. Um, Uh, maybe the things, what well, well, I'll say, the things that maybe challenge um, my expectations, maybe, um, or what I think is right, um, maybe those those things, those are things that I kind of want to dig my heels in and. Um, Things like, um, can't really think of any examples right now. But yeah, I'd say just I think I like I would like to think that I'm pretty open to challenging my beliefs. But now the question's been posed to me. Maybe the the things that I struggle with backing down from are things that are pretty black and white. I feel like my mind is very black and white. It's either right or it's wrong. And I feel like if something, if I think something's wrong, then I enjoy just digging my heels in and saying, this is what it is. Mm. I don't know if that made any sense. <laughs> that was even answered the question. <laughs> Do you say no? <laughs> So um, you mentioned before that one of the things that um, you wish people didn't assume that wasn't true, that people didn't assume about you that was not true, and you said that you like to get your own way, mm-hmm. and that sometimes makes you stubborn and hard-headed. 
Um, so what is it about having to have your own way that's so important to you? Um, I would probably say it's a, a respect thing. I think I'm, for whatever reason, um, that is something that is, seems to be the um, central issue to most of the problems that I have in life in general, um, especially with dealing with people, my interpretation of what respect is or what respect is to me and how it differs to that of other people and um, I think maybe that's not necessarily the issue but I think my the way that I am triggered by that feeling of not being respected and how that manifests itself is probably the cause of a lot of problems that I experience. So do you equate um, getting your own way to being respected? I think in many circumstances, I think I do. I think, I think, I don't think that's the only part of respect, but I feel like there are many situations where I feel like that is true. So, why do you think having respect, what triggered this emotion that need, of needing to be respected? <laughs> Where do you think that stems from? Um, I would assume it comes from feeling unrespected or feeling disrespected or situations where I, I have been disrespected and have then through whatever, through a personal decision, have decided to never never be disrespect or never accept disrespect again. And yeah, I'd say that's... So do, you, so do you want to talk about, there must be a moment where this is all stemmed from. So if you were to kind of be really open now and think, <laughs> I think back... What was the moment that kind of <laughs> triggered all of these emotions? I feel like there's something happened in the past. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> hey, um, I wouldn't say it's one thing that triggered it. I would say that there are, there is, there has been maybe a, a succession or a progression, let's say, of things. Um, what was the most important one that stood out? <laughs> um, well, that stands out to you when you think back. Um, I'll probably, I'll probably say, probably the most important one would probably be, um, I don't know, some beef that I had and that I took an L in, and the person took it pretty far, and in my mind, the feeling of them having connections that I didn't have kind of put me on the back foot. So it was very important for me to ensure that I, I never was in that situation again. 
Um, so I think, but what I think that done, that maybe could have been stayed in that part of my life, but I feel like it has made me super sensitive to that feeling rather than maybe living in the moment of where the situation I'm experiencing. So if I feel that way, my natural instinct is to maybe react or to show that other person in the interaction that um, it's, yeah, I'm not having it, for want of a better word, <laughs> do you know? And continuing on this way, has that mm -hmm. way of thinking always been successful for you? Um, I think it's, it's not been, I think it's been successful in the areas that it's supposed to be used. I feel like in the areas maybe like my personal life and those kind of areas, not as successful. Um, so it's definitely something that I have to use in the right situations. Um, so what aspect of your life would you say you're more delusional about? Jesus. <laughs> Delusional. Um, I don't think I'm delusional. I don't think I'm. I don't think there's. Is there any, any aspect of your life that you feel like you have delusions about? No. Okay. All right. There you go. Um. Okay. So you talked about this scenario in your past. Um, and ever since then you've kind of been using that experience to kind of assert whether it's authority or um, the fact of respect you try to earn respect through through your actions of being hard-headed and stubborn as you put it mm. um, do you think that inhibits your relationships outside of your personal relationship, do you think it inhibits you in life in general? Probably. Um, yeah, it probably does. Um, I think... I think, yeah, well, yeah, it, it must do. It must do. It must colour the way people view me. Um, it must colour the way that if if the if the way people view me is coloured then it colours the way they interact with me um through maybe experience and then um and then sometimes um maybe maybe even mischaracterised in the moment but it's accurate in the grand scheme of things but in the moment I feel some sort of, so I feel hard done by or I feel, um, I feel, let's say, victimised in that situation and then that then is, will trigger more of the same, if that makes sense. Mm. So you mentioned at the beginning mm -hmm. um, what makes you happy and one of those things was being useful. Mm -hmm. um, why does that make you feel happy? Um... That's a good question. Something I thought about before. Um, 
I feel I feel like it I feel like it stems from growing up. I feel like it stems from uh living with my mother and me just me and my mum being in the house together and it getting in trouble for being an only child and kind of getting in a lot of mischievous trouble. So getting getting in trouble a lot and then the times when I wasn't getting in trouble were times when I was useful, when I done things. And I feel like that has coloured my view of love and caring for people um, as I've got older. And I think that is something that... Um, trying to think of the right word to describe it. I feel like that, that informs my decisions on how I love people, how I um, am friends with people, just how I interact with people that I care about. So I feel like that's where it comes from. So what what, are being use, what does being useful look like in um, your relationship with your wife or your relationship with your friends? Um, in my relationship with my wife, I feel like it's um, being supportive. I feel like yeah, when I say useful, I feel like that kind of goes into the being supportive, being, um, I don't know, contributing to the happiness of people in whatever way. So, excuse me, staying on the um, my wife, just, I don't know, um, being a listening board, doing, I don't know, cooking, I don't know, things like that, just doing actual tangible things that make the other person feel good. And I feel like that's where, and I feel like that's similar with my other relationships as well. Um, I feel like I, I place a lot of self-value on being, I don't know, trusted and being trusted with information and being trusted to speak to. And I place a lot of value on those things. So um, that's what I thought about in past. I thought that those are the things that kind of um, are the remnants of that. Not all the time, not all the time is it bad. Most, a lot of the time is, I think it's a good trait anyway. Do you feel that all of those things you described mm -hmm. truly make you happy Mm -hmm. Or do they make you feel validated? Yeah, I think, I think it's, it's a hard question to answer. I think there's definitely, there's probably going to be a bit of both in there. Um, I do feel happy seeing somebody else happy. I do feel happy making somebody else or contributing to somebody else being happy. Um, but I also do think, which I do say to myself and to people as well, that there is a, almost a selfish element to it where I feel I feel good. Do you understand? So I think it is um I don't know if it's fifty fifty, I wouldn't want to put put a percentage on it, but I do think there's a an element of it that is very much kind of, I don't know, quelling demons within myself.
those feelings of, you know, just being the fucking trouble waker you or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's a lot of, I feel like there's a lot of that element as part of it as well. Fears for your biggest demons. Um, biggest fears. It's a good question. It's not one I thought of before. What is my fear? Um. Um. Hmm. I don't know about fear. I don't know. Maybe it's the same thing. When you said fear and demons, maybe it's the same thing. But when I think of demons, maybe I think of um letting people down maybe um not in the sense of i don't know i don't know i'd say i'll probably say letting people down in the sense of kind of or maybe maybe that's a maybe that's a better way the opposite of what i said before so of not being useful so maybe um the fear is of not being of use to people, maybe that's maybe that's a fear. And if you take the element of the external sources, so mm -hmm. this this validation or need to, to make other people happy or to be of use to other people, mm -hmm. you take that out of it and just think about yourself. What is your biggest fear? There must be something within you that you have a worry about, or you have a, something that God, I hope this never happens, or something everyone has something perhaps so is there something or you don't have any fears would you say i'd say that's the hope to be fair that's all i can think about um i don't know being broke <laughs> it's not a, not a, maybe that maybe that yeah that's probably the only thing i can really think of if i'm honest okay, okay. um so i mentioned before about um you know your biggest fear or your biggest demons and stuff mm -hmm. Um, maybe an expectation from my side would have been that you would have talked about your dad being like your dad. And I know that's something we've spoken about before. Mm -hmm. um, would you say that's a, an irrational fear now? It's not something you even consider? Um, yeah, I think that is something that has been a fear. Um, I think, luckily for me, or how I view it, has been is something that... Um, I feel like through his behaviour or his interactions with me, I feel like he's led me down a path to be aware of not repeating that, if that makes sense. Um, I feel like... I feel like there was, a, there was a time where, I think before I processed the situation, that I feel like... 
I see elements of myself in him as a person. Bless you. Um, I see elements of myself in him as a person, or elements of him in me as a person, and a lot of them I don't like, and I see that if I hadn't maybe seen the fallout from his decisions, whether they were intentional or not on his part, I feel like I could have repeated those mistakes. And I feel like because I have seen the um, the, mis the the repercussions of those mistakes, I feel like I'm less likely to repeat um, those mistakes. I'm not saying it's impossible, but I just think, yeah, I don't. I I wouldn't say it's a I wouldn't say it's a fear as it was before. I feel like before it was. Definitely something that I worried about, kind of. You say that you had a happy childhood. Um. Yeah, I'd say I'd I'd say it's. If we're talking percentages, I'd say it was more happy than not. Um. I'd say it was more happy than not, but maybe not a hugely amount more, if that makes sense. And when you say childhood, if you talk, we're talking super young, or we're just talking under the age of 18? <laughs> I just think it's a question that people ask, and they don't normally put a number on it. So I don't know. Yeah. So, so I'm asking you, what, when you're asking a question... Under 18. Under 18. So yeah, I'd say in, the, if, in that respect, I'd say, yeah, it's been more positive than negative. Yeah. And what about over 18? <laughs> yeah, I think it's been... I think my life is just in general has been more positive than negative. Um, I've, I think I've been just blessed with good people and main, on the main good experiences. Um, and just the negative ones, I think, have been, have come at prominent times in my life, rather than them being long periods of time, if that makes sense. Important times in my life, rather than prominent, I don't know why I said prominent. Do you find it hard to be vulnerable? Um... I wouldn't say I wouldn't say I wouldn't say hard to be be vulnerable. No. Um, how easy do you find it to be vulnerable? <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, or no, not on just, a scale. Just how easy do you find it to be vulnerable? Um, I don't think I find it more difficult than most people. From what I know of most people, you know. Um, yeah, I don't think I find it that difficult. When was your last vulnerable moment? No, I took um mm. <laughs> 
Your smug face over there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm. I don't. I can't think of a time where I have been vulnerable. Um, just take the time to think. <laughs> I thought I just did. <laughs> no. It depends how <laughs> deep you want this video to be. So all I'm saying yeah. to you is yeah. a lot of your answers seem scripted. So you're saying a lot of buzzwords. Now this might just be how you talk, which is fine. Right. But as a listener, mm -hmm. I don't feel like I'm hearing. Yeah anything insightful do you know what i mean mm -hmm. so all i'm saying so just take time if something's not coming to you immediately yeah. it doesn't matter because you can always edit out the, the long gaps isn't it yeah but you said you don't find being vulnerable um difficult. any difficult so yeah. then you should much should be able to recall your last vulnerable not necessarily moment. i think if i'm i don't think so i think um the, i don't I, maybe i'm i don't maybe i don't find it easy to offer vulnerability um but i feel like if i'm in a situation that requires me to be uh, to be vulnerable i don't feel like i'm i will avoid the situation would you say this situation is requiring you to be vulnerable yeah i'd say so okay and i don't feel like do you feel like do you as the listener do you feel like i've avoided or just to some for some parts of it for some parts not all. Okay. So you can't think of your last vulnerable moment. Mm -hmm. What would make you vulnerable? Um. Okay. There you go. That's a good question. Um, vulnerable moment. Being asked about my finances when I'm broke. <laughs> that makes me vulnerable. Okay. Yeah. What? Why is it? Tell me more about that. Um. It makes me vulnerable because. Lack of finances in my world, in my opinion, in my mind, makes opens the door to be handled differently and to be seen as less than you are seen with money. So it doesn't, in my opinion, anyway, this is how I, I've, I post it. I don't feel like it changes how I view myself necessarily. I feel like it just changes the way that people interact with me, which which then kind of is the slippery slope to... Is that based on experience? Yeah, definitely. And does it mm -hmm. matter who is asking the question? Um, maybe. Maybe it, ma it matters whether the person's opinion matters. If that so makes whose sense. value do you um, value more when asked that question when you're broke? Who, what, who, from whom yeah. would that question make you vulnerable? Probably you. Yeah, and why, if the and why, if the answer is that you feel that you're going to be treated differently, you feel that mm -hmm. your wife will treat you differently or handle you differently? You said. Yeah. Um... In what way? A very good line of questioning. <laughs> you got me on the ropes. <laughs> got me on the ropes. You got there in the end still. All right. Um, why do I think that my wife would handle me differently if I'm broke? Oh, you should ask me about being broke when I'm broke. Um, I think 
think that I Hmm. Yeah, I think I think that that question and not not having what I would class as a adequate reason for being in that situation. Um, then kind of defines me, let's say, or makes me seem as a failure, and then. As being a man, yeah. As being as being a man and as being a husband, I feel like the providing and being able to um, do those things are what create the balance in the relationship. And I feel like if I'm in a situation where I'm not able to do that that changes the balance and I feel like without the balance yeah it causes it causes our communication to to be different to be um, or for me to maybe maybe for me to perceive our communication differently and yeah and you just described um, a scenario where you were putting a lot of um, expectations on yourself mm -hmm. that hasn't necessarily come from your wife, it's come from yourself. So you do, in my opinion, you do feel yourself differently when you're broke and you ask that question. Yeah, I think when I'm saying that I don't see that I don't see myself as different, what I'm... You did what use I'm, the word failure. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm just saying that you used the word failure. I know. I'm saying that um, when I was saying before that the words that when I when I um, forgotten where I was going now. Oh, you want to just take a moment to say that. No, that's all right. Fine. Um, so yeah, what, what did your question you just ask? You you, you just said that. Um, you feel like, or well, because I've said before that I, I that was it. I don't I don't feel like I view myself differently. That you um, or somebody else would would view me differently, um, and I feel like I just said the same thing in the bit that you just brought up. Just because it didn't come, I'm not saying that you have made me feel that way or you have done something that has said to me that that is the case. Um, Unless I I think I think that I'm well maybe maybe what you're saying is that I'm projecting my feelings about me in that situation and saying that that's how how you feel or how you would communicate with me is that is that what you're because um, you're saying it's just about it's like it's really it's about me it's excuse me it's it's not nothing that you're doing right. No, I'm asking the general question that you, at the beginning you said, mm 
you feel that a person will hand you differently yeah. and that they'll have a different view. But you did say, I don't view myself that way. Yeah. It's more about what the other person's going to do. Yeah, but rather than interrupting you. But then in your explanation, you said that you said, I, I can't remember, can I have to listen to it? But you said yeah. that I'll, I'll be a failure, I see myself as a failure. And then you mentioned a lot of expectations that you put on yourself about not being able to ride and blah, blah. So mm-hmm. I didn't at any point hear. Mm-hmm. The, the expectation of the your partner right. reacting in a way to you. So, um, so is this like a, is it a projection? Maybe, maybe because um, now you've explained it. Now you've explained it and like that, I can hear that that's actually what I said. That I did actually say that. I. I think the difference is. I think the only problem the difference is that they, me saying it wouldn't change. That feeling, if that makes sense. Me saying what? Me saying that I'm broke, for example, wouldn't change how I'm, um, my feeling of feeling like a failure or not. But why would you feel like a failure? So it's your feeling, then. So the question is, yeah. what makes you more vulnerable, or is it any particular person that makes you more vulnerable in that moment? Mm-hmm. And you're saying that when you're broke, yeah. do you feel differently? Within your relationship? Yes. Why? Because you need a certain level of body to do things that I think makes a healthy relationship. Like what? I don't know, activities, just stuff, life. Okay. Mm. So when the brokenness is temporary, does it, does it, why does it affect you so much in that? you feel the balance between the relationship and you mentioned the word balance. Yeah, that was in response to when when the conversation, this is all about the conversation. If we're talking about just how do I feel when I'm broke, I feel like that's different. When I'm like, can, that, I feel like, why do I feel like that changes the balance? I feel like it only really changes the balance of the relationship when it's, I have to get into a, conversation about that so is that because you don't like to talk about it um well yeah and why would you feel like it changed the balance when having a conversation about your finances with your wife i feel like it changes the balance because It's a display of weakness. What's the display of weakness? Being broke. So whose opinion is that? Who? Why do you feel like it's a display of weakness? It's my opinion. I know, but why? Why do you feel like that? What's made you feel like it's a display of weakness? Because the only way that I'm broke is when I've made a wrong decision or I've or something hasn't worked in the way that I wanted it to work. So you feel that in that moment you're being weak? Well, talking about it or... However you said it to spare weakness, well, I don't know. So the fact that you're broke, yeah. not the talking about it, you, no. say you're, you see it as being weak in that moment. I feel like it's a display. I feel like I feel like it's a display of weakness. I feel like that's. I feel like 
yeah, I feel like being, I feel like being broke is being weak, is being weak in a relationship, in a marriage, in a, um, yeah, in a relationship for a man or for me, rather than turn it into this, a sex male, female thing. But I think for me, yes. Okay. Okay. Do you think that's a rational I think it's way very of rational. I think it's very rational. But okay. I take it you don't. Um, in, for your argument to be that finding yourself broke is a sign of weakness because you haven't managed money in the right way, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a weak, you know, you haven't been disciplined. Yeah. I understand mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But as a character trait, if that's what you're saying, mm-hmm. then I don't agree. But I can understand how having a moment of, you know, not tracking the money and finding yourself broke, okay, in that moment it might be... Mm-hmm. You know, a moment of weakness. Mm-hmm. But I don't know which one you're saying. Is it a moment of weakness or is it a character trait that you you feel like you're displaying that you've become vulnerable about? I don't feel like it's a... I don't... I feel like there's obviously some... Because it's something that has happened more than once, there's obviously something that has roots in some form, some part of my character. But I don't feel like in the moment when that conversation is happening, I'm feeling like, I don't know, like my fucking, like, you know, the Pope skirts being pulled up, seeing my true fucking fuckery. I don't feel like that's what it is. I feel like it's more that... It's more that I, I... Having that conversation at a time when... I feel, you know what I think it is? I think it's more that having that conversation at a time where there isn't a solution in my mind is when I struggle. I feel like I'm much more comfortable talking about finances and being broke or whatever when the solution is in my mind and I'm on the way to sorting it out. Do you feel like you'd feel this same way? Because you mentioned it's not. it happens sometimes, a few times. Mm-hmm. Do you feel, if you put your hand on your heart, that the frequency of it mm-hmm. is contributing more to that to that feeling of... I'm going to use the word embarrassment. I don't know if it is a feeling that you have. <laughs> yeah, go on. <laughs> go on. Or this feeling of weakness. Mm-hmm. Because then it's showing that you said... It's not just a moment, it's the fact that you're... You... <laughs> I'm going to let you finish just because, but I just, I'm just going to say I disagree already. So I don't oh, think do? that's the case. Okay, so but, why do you disagree? <laughs> because it's not the case. I've, I've never thought about that. I don't feel like that's the motivation for thinking like that. Thinking like what? Sorry? <laughs> the whole point of the conversation. I don't feel like the feeling of me yes. feeling weak or feeling like me telling you is weak or is me... Okay. I don't feel like any of that has anything to do with the frequency of it happening okay. or any of that. So if it was just a one-off conversation, yeah. the first time you're going to mention it or anything yeah. like that, you don't feel you would feel... No. Not what? 
You don't, I don't feel like I would feel weak. Let me finish, yeah. You don't feel like you'd feel weak. No, I feel like having that conversation when something is not going right with you, that's how I would feel. With me? Yeah. Okay, so as in? If it's the first time that I'm broke and I've had money all the time and I'm not, haven't got money now and you ask a question like, can we go, unless you fancy going X, Y, and Z, and this is the first time where I haven't been able to, I would still feel that shit. Feel that shit or feel weak? It's the same, I'm just using that word, feel weak. <laughs> yeah, that's all, that's what when I'm saying, feeling shit, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, I'm just... I just used a different word. Okay, I'm just to clarify it. Mm-hmm. So when you watch it back, you can see. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's move on to a different subject. Um, Still recording, eh? No, stop that. Oh no, sorry, it's still recording. Oh, Got me worried because I was thinking, fuck, that was some juicy shit. Yeah. Got me on the ropes. <laughs> Fifty-two minutes. Yeah. No fucking way. Yeah. Fifty-two minutes. Ross. Alright, cool. Okay. Um, do you not have the subject? I was expecting, I was expecting fucking, what was your childhood like? like I asked you that. Kind of. And he, he, I asked you that, he like before 18 or after 18. So I all these stipulations, but, okay. Yeah, like, or, yeah, maybe, maybe I need a bit more, like, that's maybe a bit too broad. I don't know where you want me to go. Just talk about whatever you want to talk about, that's... Just, you kind of need, just ask me a specific, is there nothing you particularly want to know? No, not really. No, okay. Don't think you particularly want to talk about. Not really. I just, I thought, I, if I'm honest, I thought this was an opportunity for kind of, maybe you did get all the stuff that you wanted to know. The, I, I thought it, was, it would have been a good, it was a good opportunity to kind of kill two birds with one stone, like you, the, the things that you wanted to what know. What do you think that I want to know? I don't know. It seems like you've set this up no. with that agenda in mind. There's not, no, no, you misunderstood. No, no, I'm you just... misunderstood. I'm just clarifying that it's not that, I have a specific thing that I want to say or I want I think you want to know I'm saying that I'm thinking that this is an opportunity if you do have anything that you want to know and questions that you did have that this would be an opportunity to do and because and then I thought all right maybe there'll be stuff like child after that because I'm, I'm presuming you've got all that with the the fear stuff and the, the one I feel like that was something that you wanted to ask so you've come into this with your own ideas about how you thought it would want no. it's gonna go. How did I, how did you get that from what I just said? I no. just said the opposite to that. Okay, sorry. It'd be really good for you to watch this back actually. Yeah. I think so. Just to see your mannerisms and everything like that and how you're answering. I'm but gonna, I thought yeah. you did just say 
just a minute ago that mm-hmm. I thought you might have some questions that you might want to ask right. and things like that. So I think I thought what I just said. Yeah. You've come into this discussion with an idea of how it might go, or you thought it might go. Did I not just say that? Yeah, well, I thought you were saying that like, I come in with expectations of what we would talk about. Well, we kind of have, no? If you thought that I might have some kind of thing that... I, anyway, let's not talk about that. But what I wanted to say is... Oh, sorry, mm-hmm. did you want to talk about that? Carry on, it's fine. It's fine. I'm just trying to get the most out of the filming time, unless you want... You There's unlimited filming time. Not really. Okay. okay. Yeah, I know you've got some, something to do. Okay. Why are you frustrated right now? Why am I frustrated right now? Um, because I don't understand how I said something so plainly that I didn't come in with specific questions that I thought you would ask. I came in because I thought you might have things that I wouldn't know. I didn't say that last, that sentence, that part of the sentence, but I came in with things that, like I didn't come in with things that thinking that you would, specific questions that you would ask. I came in thinking that this would be an opportunity. If there are questions that you did have, or things that you wanted to know about me, that you would be able to ask. I understand. With no uh, idea of what areas or anything like that. I understand. You did mention before that, and then you thought it might go into childhood, but I know... No, I'm saying, during the conversation, during the conversation, that's what's made me think like, oh, yeah, maybe we can. Yeah. Maybe you'd have gone into that. Okay. Yeah, that's why I was frustrated. Why were you frustrated at that? Because I thought I made that clear the first when I said it, and then straight afterwards, you said something different. Yeah. Do you understand though that sometimes every time you say one thing, that somebody might not receive it the right way straight away? Do you but it's frust- need to get frustrated? But I think it's frustrating when you say something clear. You think it's clear. Yeah. And I feel like it was clear and then it's heard completely different i don't feel like i said much different the second time than the first time i feel like you got it the second time mm-hmm. so i'm frustrated just because my message wasn't received that's why okay it's fair enough mm-hmm. um would you prefer to be this is just a random question mm-hmm. would you prefer to be a manipulator or be manipulated Um, I would probably be the manipulator. I don't think I'd want to be either, but if it was a choice between the two, yeah. Why did you choose that one? Because I'm trying to be the victim. Mm. And what, what is, um, and what's the reason that you don't want to be kind of victim? Um... I don't like being weak. I don't like um, somebody exerting power over me. I don't like authority. Um, All of those things. Do you mean that in the wider sense of like police or do you end up like growing up in the school system or whatever? Mm. Or do you mean it like within domination, domineering relationships? Like, what do you mean? In all senses of the word, I think I struggle with um, power um, imbalance. 
So I feel like I don't feel like many people are view being in a power position in the same same maybe it's egotistical in the same way that I do. Um, I think that most people, maybe not most people, okay, a lot of people in that once once they get into a position of power, they then use in a position of power over me, use that in a way, either intentionally or unintentionally, to kind of trying to think of a better way to say it but just make me feel some type of way and that is something I don't like and that's something that I buck against whether it's police whether it's boss at work whether it's do you know what I mean I feel like I respond better to um, a excuse me uh, I don't know more of a, a level of even field of communication so i feel like it's a running theme this kind of feeling disrespected or feeling mm -hmm. beneath or feeling superior this mm -hmm. is a running theme mm -hmm. um but do you accept the fact that there are some situations where authority is needed like for example a parent-child relationship yeah um so did you respect your mum growing up yeah the fine line, respect, fear. Mm. Yeah. Um, did you respect your teachers? Some. Some. So what is it that you don't like about authority then? What do you mean? I don't understand. You don't like authority, no? Yeah. So what is it that you don't like about authority? I don't like the, f the potential for people to misuse authority. Maybe okay. that's a better way of saying it. Okay. So do you always have that as a hanging thing, regardless of whether it happens or not? Um, maybe I'm hypersensitive to it. Maybe I'm hypervigilant. Maybe I'm looking in case somebody will. But I think, not really, if I'm honest, I don't think I am. I think, I think it's more, I'm just sensitive to it. I feel like. I might not get it right all the time, none of us are perfect, but I feel like I'm aware of the potential and I'm aware when a situation arises, you know, when maybe someone tries to sneak up his taking or someone tries to fucking, um, I don't know, exert their authority in a way that ain't sensible. And maybe it is a bit of that whole feeling of like, if I'm in that situation, I wouldn't move like that. And so maybe that's something else. So if you were um, a boss, what do you think your best qualities would be if you were in a position of authority with a team to lead? I think probably hmm, interesting. Probably would be my wanting to have everyone I, I, I kind of want 
everybody pulling in the same direction. So I don't know what the right word would be to doesn't sound like you understand. <laughs> it like he's a little bit confused. Um, look, sorry, like he's a bit confused. Maybe. Um, Inclusivity, maybe? Mm. I think I've got what you're trying to say, oh. everyone pulling in the right direction. But how would you do that as a leader? Without asserting your authority? I think... I think I would assert my authority through... Showing my capability. I think... Leading from the front, leading by... Action. Rather than almost feeling like the first thing to do is to assert your authority. I think that is something I personally, my style probably would be to deal with a problem as it happened rather than assert my authority from the get-go, if that makes sense. I feel like I would be more inclusive and more observant of different people. I think I'm I think that's another thing as well. I think I'll be able to see how individuals are. I don't feel like it's one size fits all when it comes to managing people. Um how do you let people know in your relationships when they've stepped out of line? Depends on the, the relationship. Um, I think I struggle in the romantic or the love relationship with my missus that, or with you, should I say, to do that because I'm very used to being able to just be hard, and I, I think it comes across as hard maybe what I do, but it's not, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm, I shut down or I, um, I try not to have the difficult conversations in those moments out of, fear of stepping out of my character and saying things in a way that is not the way I feel like our communication should be. So I feel like I shut down and avoid um, having those conversations until it gets to, until I end up doing it and then it ends up being what I was worried about in the first place. So I feel like that's what I do. I feel like I shut down. My first thought is to shut down verbally anyway. Maybe my facial expressions or my whatever comes, but I'd say verbally shut down is the answer. So the question was, how do you let people know that you stepped up, that you stepped out of line? You chose to talk about a marital relationship um, and you say you verbally shut down. So mm -hmm. that's a sign for the other person that they've stepped out of line. Yeah. How would they know? Well, they would know that something's changed. And maybe that maybe my intention for doing it is not. So you're saying, how do I let the other person know? 
Yeah, just, that, just that maybe not talk skin. about our relationship then. That's why I said other person. In general, how do you let people know in relationships that they've stepped out of line? I'd say that, it's, as I said, it's different for the kind of relationship. I feel like me talking to my friends, man them, even if it's a girl that's my friend who... We have an argument, I'm just fucking, you go to your fucking house and I go to my house, whatever. It's whatever, innit? I feel like that's a com- that's confrontation that I'm comfortable with. We can go wherever you want it to go, kind of thing. That's I'm cool there. Okay, someone asking and how how do, what what do you do? Do you call people out straight away? Do you let them know that you've been upset? Do you do you know do you tackle it head on? Yeah. Or do you so sorry so that's just my yeah. example. I'm just that's the fucking but I'm, trauma, trauma I'm saying that I'm saying that with other people with people that are my friends or people that I don't give a shit about. I feel like there are it's levels in it. If I don't give a shit about the person, or if it's just a random person who has done something that I disagree with, then of course I'm gonna be like fuck off, or it's gonna like whatever in it. If it's a friend that I'm comfortable with, I feel like it's gonna be um, a conversation that, without the fear of it getting heated, because I know it can get heated, because we can deal with that however way in the same way that with somebody I don't know is that like I'm almost want to just if, if, I'm almost want to deal with it in that way I feel like with a friend I feel like I'm more comfortable having a conflict conversation and then I feel like with somebody who there is a limit to where it can go I struggle and so that's why I didn't shut down. So to deal with somebody who's stepped out of line, is mm-hmm. it always have to be conflict? Is that how you deal with it? I think if somebody steps out of line, I feel like you say you're... I feel like more often than not, it turns into conflict. Um, From who would initiate that? Depends on that's a, a depends on the situation, I would assume. Depends on whose fault it was, or depends on how the other person received. Talking about you though, yeah. like. So you're asking, when do I? You ask who would initiate, who would cause the problem. Yeah. So in, in your past example, myself. you talked about having to get into conflict. You shut down with certain people because you don't want it to get to that kind of stage. Yeah. But in general, if it's a friendship, you don't mind because it can get heated. Mm-hmm. But I'm just asking, why does it have to be conflict as a way of dealing with someone stepping out of line? No, I was saying that when it, I will gladly go into the conversation knowing that if it does go down that road, it's fine. Because, like I said, we can both part ways and keep it moving. So there isn't that worry of where it can go. Um, and then there were other relationships where I'm not wanting or expecting the conflict but what I'm saying is that the worry that if we do go down that road it could lead to conflict and there's only so far it can go to be resolved that's why sometimes I think being quiet is the best option.
if he was in the workplace and someone stepped out of line, and when I say step out of line, it doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. mean someone's called you out your name or punched you or whatever. Yeah. Someone stepped out of line, disrespected you, mm-hmm. you mentioned that the value that you hold dear. Mm-hmm. How would you deal with that situation in a workplace? Um. Depends on who the person is, I think. Of course. So just to choose one, a generic example, or an example of a person that you, you would do and a person that you wouldn't. Okay. Um, somebody who is either I've got a some sort of relationship with, some sort of interaction with, so a colleague, so someone, a colleague that you yeah, see. Everyone I work with is a colleague, no? To be a colleague or a boss. So let's just say you have a generic relationship with your colleague. What would, how would you treat that person who stepped out of line? That's kind of where I was going. Um, right, so somebody at my level or somebody who I've got a decent working relationship, whether it's a boss or whether it's a colleague or not, somebody who I've got a decent working relationship where we speak, um, where we've had some sort of communication before, that's somebody who I would feel comfortable having that, broaching that conversation with. Much easier, like you said, with a colleague. Um, If that person is a boss or a manager, then I would be a bit more apprehensive about making my grievance known um, so I would probably not say nothing, depending on the level of it, how how serious it was, I suppose. That's the answer. Okay. Um, 